Hello, hello, Shelby. Hello. Hello, oh, I beat you. Ha. I beat you. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> It's chicken every time, and I oh, did did he beat me though? Did he say it first or did I say it first? I, I think he beat you. <gasps> Damn it! Oh, we have to go back and listen. Okay, we'll have to yeah, listen. I have a judge on this one. That's nice. Because <laughs> no, I just feel I feel like I always just assume that I win, but um, I feel like that maybe isn't the case this well, time. We're first in time in the world, so that's true. I cannot argue with that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're first in time, but he's in the past. So does that mean that he said hello first? Because it's only it's. Because we're in the future. Hi, everybody. So Welcome to Trip It To Me. This is a travel-centric Ooh, podcast. The voices yeah. you hear are... I'm I, travel-centric. <laughs> I'm Andrew. She shall be. And the, other, verse, and the other person is our, our, our guest, Kurt. If for some reason you um, started on this episode, don't go back to yeah, part back. one, please. Um, yeah, don't, don't start it like the first episode though. I mean, it might be good. I don't know, but it was just go back. Episode. Oh, thank you. Thank, thank you. you. I mean, you could, yeah, you could go back and listen to the whole thing. Like there's yeah. not that many. It's, it's feasible. It's yeah, only like, you know, 87 hours of podcast. <laughs> and that's just the first episode. I know, this is the first one. <laughs> there it is. There it is. But yeah, please, please go listen to part one. We, we aren't gonna do much uh, like lead in our usual our usual yeah. bits tonight. Um, we're just gonna go jump right back into part two we're, of our Camino episode. We're drinking things. You have a hat on. Moving on. Yeah, <laughs> you're drinking coffee yeah. still. I uh-huh. am finishing a margarita and and yep. broke out a Pepsi because I do need caffeine at this point. Is this the right. famous replacement hat? replacement hat didn't you have a hat that you lost and then someone got you oh it is not it is not that good memory though uh yes i do have that but no this is just a standard this is my dodgers hat so okay yeah Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah i i made sure i repeated so then we didn't talk about it yeah okay Okay. (laughs) (laughs) don't want to waste a perfectly good hat on an episode where we're not going to talk about hats yeah exactly you guys get it I've been, I should keep start saying to my family, speaking of, I should start saying to my family, like, oh, I'm running out of hats for the podcast just to see if someone will buy me Honestly, one. Yeah. Well, we just need to get sponsored, Andrew. And you know, That's that right. can be yours. I don't need any hats. See, that, that can be a you sponsor. I'll get you a, I'll get you one hat. That's fine. Okay. And if you would yeah. like to sponsor Trip It To Me. Yes, you can email please us. Write, yeah, yeah. <laughs> trip you it to me at hired. gmail.com. Yes, you are so hired. Research, uh-huh. research assistant. Yes, uh-huh. <laughs> time manager. You can be the data guy. Yeah. 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 Oh, so good. Podcast nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Number one fan. Sorry. Sophie. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and Matthew. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's this other girl? Get away. Yeah. <laughs> go away. Go away. Sorry, Soph. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so last time we we kind of dove into um, some stories from the Camino that Shelby and Kurt both both walked. Uh, we talked a little bit about the spiritual aspect of it and the, the physicality of it. Um, today we're going to finish up with uh, the culmination, I guess, if you will, the the ending, and then uh, and then some practical uh, tips, steps, whatever you want to call it for. For if you're interested in the Camino, so um, let's let's start at the end. Um, let's start with arriving in 
Santiago and and what that felt like. Any stories mm-hmm. from there? Any, any anywhere you want to go with it? I'm I'm at your mercy. It was the one day that we all four decided to walk together yeah. start to finish. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was only 11 kilometers. We stopped in Lava Cola, I think was the, the name of the, mm-hmm. the town. It's like the last town before Santiago. And um, we all chose to walk that together. And um, I, we all kind of dealt with it differently. I got really quiet. I slowed down. I felt like I was almost leaning backwards because I didn't really want it to end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But on the other side of it, I really wanted to get there as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was getting more and more built up for me. Mm-hmm. You know, it was getting louder, noisier um, outside. But inside, I felt like I was getting quieter and quieter as we got closer and approaching. Yeah. 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 I think it was that that moment of like you don't want it to be over like it's been so significant Mm. and you haven't finished processing exactly all of the things that it's meant so it's like you in in arriving it's also completing and that felt so final Mm. and i don't think any of us were really ready for it um we stayed in santiago for about i think it was four or five days and that was lovely. Like we mm. needed that time to really kind of soak it in and process and get ready to go back. Um, but yeah, like getting to this, I kind of felt like I was excited, but I was also dragging my feet a little bit. Like yeah. I didn't, I didn't really want to get there. And it also, it felt like such a long day for only eleven kilometers. Mm-hmm. It felt like such a long yeah. walk. Uh, Do you know? Well, we did stop at that one cafe, and yeah. I was ready to go on. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the other. The other person walking was dragging her feet <laughs> like, on purpose, yeah. I think. <laughs> that doesn't sound great yeah, at all. Yeah. No. But it was it was good because I needed to, you know, I needed that kind of slow down mm-hmm. pace. Because like you were saying uh, last time is, you know, being a destination person. I'm, you know, yeah, I'm definitely that guy. But I think the Camino really taught me the beauty of the journey. And so I think I'm a lot different in that now. I have to ask my wife about that when we travel. But I'm certainly much more about the journey now than I used to ever be. And mm-hmm. I think the Camino is what changed that for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because <clears throat> when you get the destination, it's like it changes. It gets really loud. Yeah. You know, the city is big. Oh, There's lots yeah. of people, lots of people who aren't pilgrims walking around. It's their daily life there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just so much going on. Um, and again, after walking from... 40 days in relatively quiet countryside, it was kind of a shock to the system for me. Waking up that next day and like putting on like normal clothes. Rachel and I made a point, like we decided when we got there that we would go buy an outfit that like Mm. was new. So that way we weren't in our Camino clothes and we could feel more like we're blending in. And so like we went and we got our outfit and then that day that we wore them, we were like, what is that? Like, where's my backpack? Like, where am I even? And then we were able to kind of enjoy being in the city and then enjoy it for itself. Um, but yeah, it was really strange making that transition mm. from Peregrino to, to, to like just normal person, yeah. you know, going out for meals right. and doing the touristy thing and going into the, the cathedral there for the service with the crazy swinging mm. incense thing, which that was wild. Yeah. But um yeah, it's quite the transition. A, you went from a, like an 1800s life to a modern life in, yeah. in yeah. hours. Yeah, in our penthouse Airbnb with the view. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and see, Taylor and I continued on like that another four yeah. or five days. So mm-hmm. we had all that 
yeah, five days later. Yeah. Which was really weird because everybody we knew was gone. Yeah. Yeah. And that was a weird feeling. That How was strange. really weird. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. weird too saying goodbye to people in Santiago because mm-hmm. it was oh, like sure. I I may not ever see some of you again. Yeah. You know, most of you, if not all of you, and. And to be like, okay, well, bye. Like, you're going back to wherever you live and to a job, and so am I. And, you know, I knew I had to make some choices about what I was going to do with the next portion of my life. And so it was just very strange saying goodbye to people. Like, we've shared this huge experience. Mm -hmm. It's been so personal, and you've made all these connections. And then it's like, oh, well, you're going to get on a plane tomorrow. Bye. Can you remember what you were feeling when you walked down in that tunnel with the bagpiper? Before oh. you walked out in the courtyard. Can you remember oh, that experience? My gosh. Yeah, because we, um, I feel like we went back a few times because there were always buskers there. Right. There's some really, really great buskers there. Um, it was, oh, it's an odd sensation because it's like, it's one more cathedral, right? Mm-hmm. But it was truly spectacular. Mm-hmm. And again, not really, the building didn't really have any significance for me. And yet it was this sense of like coming home. Yeah. Yeah. Which is wild. Like I'm not even Catholic, but like you've been working towards this crazy hard thing for the last five weeks and you're in this place that you've never been before. And yet you get there and it's like this Mm. huge breath and like joy and yeah, it's wild. Yeah. Yeah. I remember going down through that tunnel, and you come out the tunnel into this gigantic courtyard, yeah. and the cathedral's just off to your left, and I didn't want to look at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I kept walking out to the middle of the courtyard, and then just kind of paused for a moment, mm-hmm. and then turned around, and there it was. Yeah. And I'd been journaling the whole way through, and all I wrote on that day was, we made it. Yeah. That's all I wrote. Yeah. I didn't Because it was just too much stuff to yeah. think through. Yeah. Um, I got a YouTube channel where I'm putting all these photos up on video form and I had to, it took me four years to write out what that day meant to me. It was just, and you're right. It wasn't the building because it it meant that the scaffolding up and all that was ugly looking. Restoring stuff and. It was just what standing in front of that building meant. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't just the 40 days too. It was the year of planning and everything leading up to that. And all that culminated in that one moment. And Mm -hmm. that's just. It's such a big moment. You see, you're looking around the courtyard and there's people just sitting, not saying anything, yeah. people kind of crying, laughing. Yeah. And it's like, you don't know what to do with your emotions because no. there's so much emotion uh, there in that. It was yeah, it's just stunning. Yeah. Stunning. Yeah. I still get a little choked up now as I'm thinking yeah, about I know, it. Yeah, I know. yeah. And it's something that it's central to the city. So as you walk around and you do stuff like you go past it again mm-hmm. and again and again. And we visited it several times. And at given points, there were like, parties happening yeah like people in big groups just staying there in the presence of this building and just like celebrating and having a party just Mm. being there and and to go back to it again and again and again helped to let it sink Mm. in and you know we had to pass it every time we went out of our airbnb and and it yeah it it just it meant it meant Mm. so much and so to articulate all of that is, yeah, like, no wonder it took four years. Yeah. 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 <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What were the, mm. uh, what were the, because uh, that's the culmination, what were the 
hours or or the night after you you finished what was that like what what did you do what uh, I imagine you both reacted in different ways emotionally right. and what, what did that look like? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So here's tip <laughs> tip number thirty five, uh-huh. right? Yeah. Is there's this long line that you have to stand in to yeah. get these certificates at the end, <laughs> but because we were a group of four, they just took our details, and we had to come back like the next day to get those. We didn't mm-hmm. have to stand in the line. Yeah, that's great. So if you go by yourself before you go find stand in line, find a group of three other people and <laughs> say, "Oh, we've been traveling together," yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, we, we Taylor and I had a hotel back, um, kind of a couple kilometers before the the the, um, the cathedral. So we went back there, and then that evening, that first guy that we met that first day that talked us into walking that first eleven kilometers. <laughs> Yeah. He he had after like three days he said look I got to keep going so he moved on further well he only finished a day ahead of us so I found oh, out okay. he was there and he met a couple other guys so the four of us sat down and we ate this amazing Spanish banquet full of <laughs> octopus <laughs> and who knows what else uh-huh. it was the greatest waiter and we just talked way into the night about all our experiences yeah. um, and that was you know it was a really cool moment four middle aged guys sitting there just sharing our stories of. How, and we, we hadn't really walked together at all, but it was really neat just comparing our experiences. That's what yeah. we did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We managed to meet up with the rest of our little Camino family. Um, so Paul and Jackie and Chris and um, Luna and Paul. And Paul. <laughs> oh, gosh, don't get me started on Paul. You got a whole episode on Paul's story. Honestly, yes. Uh-huh, Yeah. Oh, that little Scotsman. Oh, oh boy. He was great fun. <laughs> he, yeah, he was until he wasn't, but then he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So we met up with them and um, had dinner with them that night. And it was just, yeah, just the revelry mm. of like, we made, we made it. it. Yeah, we made it. We made We're it. Here. Yeah. I just remember being so tired. Mm. And I think a lot oh, of that yeah. was all of the emotion of yeah, like, sure. Like, I just need to be in a dark room and process, like, mm-hmm. what just happened. And then we got to our Airbnb, and our host was just darling. And it was, like, the the lap of luxury. Like, it, and it wasn't, but it just felt like it after the last five weeks of walking in albergues. And, you know, to have, like, a private bathroom and a really yeah, big, comfy, yeah, yeah. nice bed that you didn't need a sleeping bag for. And we had a couch. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah, every yeah. time we came across a couch on the Camino was, like... Guys, I found the couch. Like, come hang out on the couch. Because, like, you just didn't get a couch anymore. No. Like, there weren't lounging you spaces. Had bunk beds. Yes, yeah. uh-huh. Bunk beds and hard wooden chairs. That yeah. is what you got. Yeah. I'm um, in Greenfield. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I remember the next day we we got stuff to make party pineapples. And we made party pineapples. And um, there was a big, beautiful park in the area that we walked around. And Rachel and I went out and we got our civilian clothes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we there was um, one afternoon. Taylor and I went out and we just found all of the buskers, mm. and so we just spent a few hours listening to buskers. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, there, there was one cafe I visited. I made a point of going every day that we were there, and the story is a little fuzzy. But I remember the first day, I went and I ordered breakfast and I sat outside, and. Oh, man, I'm going to remember it after I tell it. And then, oh, that's going to be frustrating. But essentially, um, ordered my breakfast, and I was writing madly in my journal, trying to get all of the thoughts down. And um, when she brought my food out, she was like, no, 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 no more of this. And so she closed my journal and put it, and she goes, you need to eat. 
Well. <laughs> so it's just like, yes, mom, okay. Wow. So I sat there and I ate my food and, um, you know, thanked her for it. And then later she came to take my dishes away and then I opened the journal. And more, yeah. and more and more and more and more and more. And then she came back later and she goes, oh, you're still here. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, like I'm still here. And she goes, oh, okay. And then I came back the next day and he goes, and she, you know, and she was friendly yeah. and lovely yeah. and, you know, all the things. And then, um. I was leaving the next morning, and so I asked her, like, what time are you here tomorrow? Because I want to come back, but my plane leaves in the morning. And she goes, oh, oh, yeah, we'll be here. If no one's, you know, if the doors are open, just knock. Mama will be in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay. Yep. And so I came back the next morning, bright and early. The sun had barely come up. And I kind of knocked on the door, and I went, Mama? <laughs> and she came out of the kitchen, and she goes, oh, okay, okay. And so she brought me breakfast, and she brought me coffee and the whole thing. And it was just after five weeks of not being in the same place for more mm. than a few hours, yeah. it was so nice to be somewhere where she recognized me. Mm-hmm. And I and I and it made me wonder, too, like, how often does she get that experience? Because right. I'm sure people yeah. come and go like that all the time. And so it was beautiful to, like, this is my spot. And, like, she knows me and she's lovely to everyone. But, like, she recognizes Mm. me, you know. And um, that was probably one of the most memorable things in Santiago was that that connection. I could probably, if we were there, I could probably walk you to the cafe. Oh, yeah. yeah it like yeah. it stands out so much yeah. in my mind. We could yeah. go knock on the door and get mama yeah, to make yeah, us yeah, some. Yeah. She'd some probably remember you too. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably she's like, oh, you're yeah, back. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. We we only stayed a day after we arrived in Santiago. It took one rest day and then, then went on ahead. And on that rest day, the only two things I remember doing was finding a cafe and getting a coffee, which I had had very little coffee. I missed the coffee. Yeah. A little short espresso and these croquettes. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Oh, they're like oh. baked, fried, no, they're fried, uh-huh. creamy cheese with ham in oh, it. Oh, like yeah. Potato. Just, yeah. Oh, mm. fantastic. And we had passed a barber shop on the way in oh, the day that's before. Right. Mm-hmm. And I thought, yeah, Taylor and I decided to get a shave and a haircut. <gasps> And Taylor just got it trimmed, and I shaved my entire beard off and had instant regret. <laughs> There's some faces that are just meant to have hair on it, and mine is one of those. And it was like, I got to go. And and I, I, I met JJ in the street. And he didn't recognize me. And JJ didn't recognize me. We walked together how many days? I'm like, oh, you don't recognize me because I don't have the hair. He's like, yeah, no. Such a difference. Yeah, Such a difference. Yeah. So I immediately started growing it back then after that. Yeah, yeah that was it. <laughs> and then oh, how about the so the next I, I know you talked a little bit on the last episode about yeah. the, the day after, but, but the rest of the journey to the to the other side of the coast? Yeah, so we there's two cities that you can go to. It's kinda like extra credit. You you don't have to do it. <laughs> Bonus points. Yeah, and if you if you don't do it, it's not like oh your Camino sucked. It, sure. it was just something nice. And we had a little bit extra time. There's two cities you can go to. There's Finisterre, which is literally means end of the earth. And uh, that's kind of got the reputation as the party town. And then there's Musia, which featured in the movie The Way with Charlie, with, with Sheen. Martin Charlie, Sheen. Martin Sheen, mm-hmm, thank you. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's a more quiet, it's kind of up at the north part of the that corner of Spain. And so Taylor and I decided that's what we want to do. We'd rather go to the quiet place rather than the party place. And that was a whole different experience because, again, there's nobody on the, the path. You know, everybody's pretty much stopped in Santiago. And you don't know anybody. And that was that was the weirdest part for me was it was it felt like I was starting all over again. 
Yeah. And um, but and you're going and it's it, because there's less people that do it. There's fewer albergues to stop out, fewer cafes. So it, it gets a little bit, you know, just do a little bit more planning ahead. When you get the albergues, they're not as professional as the ones before. <laughs> and, you know, some of them is like, have you ever done this before? You know, it was... But then when we got to Mushu, you get to right right on the water, right? These gigantic rocks with the waves crashing. And, it, and there's a little chapel there in the rocks. And that's a really neat place. And I remember when Taylor and I got there, we got to that spot and we thought, that's it. You can't go any further. That That's far. We could have walked from Mushia to Finisterre. We could have walked that. That was like another 25, 28 kilometers but we decided, you know, we're done. We've hit Mushia, we're finished. So we hit the albergue that night and got in a taxi for the first time in 40 <laughs> days, 45 days. Yep. I don't think I've ever gone that long without being in a car. Yeah, yeah. And it was freaky. It was yeah. the the taxi driver told us that there's a lot of pilgrims that grab the dash bar because they're, not, <laughs> they're just not used to going that fast. Yeah. yeah. And it took us 20 minutes to drive what would have taken us about seven hours to walk. And that's when he dropped us off at the lighthouse there and finished there. Taylor got out. He's pretty quiet. He just looked at me. He said, well, that's soul destroying. (laughs) 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 So so we took a few more pictures and then had to walk three kilometers back into Finisterre and then caught a bus back to Santiago where then we had like another four days where we had to wait for our airplane. And yeah. that's when we did all the touristy stuff. You know, Taylor got another tattoo. I went to the cathedral, did the Botafumero thing. Yeah. And, uh-huh. and um, you know, just kind of hung around there, ate a lot of croquettes and drank a lot of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that was, but so doing that little extra bit, I'm glad we did it. But if someone doesn't have the time for it, it's not like it's going to kill your, mm. your Camino. Yeah. 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 For sure. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, any anything else about Santiago? Just the city in general, like favorite parts. Um, it's talk- an interesting city. Mm. Yeah. Um, because it's kind of you've got these hills, so you can kind of go up and it overlooks, and it's got kind of like the old quarter and the mm. new quarter, and the old quarter is pretty cool. Mm. Um, there's parts of it that are very touristy, because I mean. Why wouldn't it be? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. you've got literally thousands of people coming in every week. Um, there were, what, 1,200 people that came in? 14. 14. 1,400 yeah. pilgrims came in the day that we went in. I think it was wow. actually 1,421. For some reason, I got wow, this. That's numbers. stuck in there. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> it that's kind amazing. of sticks with you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so there's just so many people going in and out. Um, I don't know if it was did, my favorite city. No. Um, Sorry. Did it, did it feel like... Did it feel like 1,421 no. no. people were walking with no. you? Yeah, no. Yeah. Except for those people having to stand in the line to get their right, certificates. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they were like, I felt every one yeah. of them, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there were 1,417 that were standing there. <laughs> Four of us, they weren't. <laughs> oh, but it was a cool city. Like, yeah. if I was just in Spain and I got a chance to go, like, I'd spend a few days there. Yeah. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I I walked around the cathedral a few times during those last few days. I went in the cathedral, you know, and I another tip for people, go early in the morning and catch one of the early masses. Yeah. 
because I, I got right in and I timed it so just before they I didn't stand for the whole mass. <laughs> I just good. got the Boda Femera, which was really cool. I got the video of that yeah, thing yeah, going yeah. up. Um, Do you want to explain guys, what that you, is? Yeah, yeah. Can you guys talk yeah, okay. more about that? Yeah. So it's an incense container that probably is about a meter to a, a meter and a half high that's full of incense. And the story is that, uh, and what they do, and it's tied to a rope and a pulley all the way into the ceiling of the cathedral, which is way on up there. And you have about eight guys pulling these ropes that swing this Bodofemera across the congregation, all across the chapel, you know, the, this cathedral. Why so Burning. <clears throat> While it's burning, incense. And the story was that they did that back in the middle medieval time to cover up the stench of the pilgrims. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, Believable. I it wasn't, <laughs> I didn't smell a whole lot. I don't know how much the stench it would have. But it's really cool. It's just, it's just flying mm -hmm. over. And of course, you know, it's, it's about spreading blessing to all the people right. and yeah. all that. But it's a really cool process how they do yeah. it. It's yeah. also bizarre. Yeah. Like Rachel and I were standing there watching it and I was like, Imagine being in that staff meeting where Peter's like, guys, I have an idea. I yeah. think what we should do. And they're like, uh, okay, like, let's give it a go. And yeah. like, so many things could go wrong. Yeah. Like, what if the pulley, what if it falls? What if it burns someone, right? Like, it's yeah. bonkers. It's and, absolutely bananas. And who climbed up there to hang up the pulley? Right. It's way on up there. Right. It's yeah. way up there. Before, yeah. like, the age of, like, yeah, scaffolding yeah. and, like, yeah. modern technology. Yeah, yeah, the, incredible. The, the tomb of St. James is there as well. So you you go into the tomb, and, of course, they got, you know, these statues everywhere, and there's a statue of St. James, and the tradition is to kind of kiss him and thank him for helping you across. I patted him on the back and thank God <laughs> yeah. for helping right. me. But Thanks, yeah, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, nice to see you, man, but... Uh, <laughs> But, I mean, there's a lot of tradition there that even if you're not Catholic, you still do it because it's part of the whole Camino experience. Yeah, part of the experience. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Now, for that ceremony or whatever, um, is, does that happen, like, daily? Uh, is it something that almost all of the Camino walkers would do? The Boda Femera doesn't always get swung. Okay. So it's it's it, it seems like it most of the time it is, but you you hear people who got there and it's like, "Oh, they weren't doing the Boda Femera on the day that I was there." Mm. Yeah. So it is a little bit hit and miss sure. whether it's actually going right. to happen or not. Hmm. Yeah. And I'd cool. say a lot of people were there for it just based on how full the cathedral yeah, yeah, got yeah. for mm -hmm. each mass. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there were people that didn't. Um, but it it is it's just kind of one of those things like You've made it the whole way. Like just, just yeah. even if you're not Catholic, like just do yeah. the bit because it's interesting and it is just part of the experience. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, in a way, it feels like it's not not necessarily like celebrating you, but celebrating mm -hmm. the experience at the very right. least. So yeah. it feels yeah. like again a culmination of, of sorts. It's a pretty picturesque way of ending. Yeah, it's yeah. not like uh -huh. anything you're ever going to experience anywhere else, no, really. Yeah. Uh -uh. Yeah. No, and I think yeah. that's the bit. Of, that's yeah. the bit of it, right? Is like you're not going to get that anywhere else. Like it's it's sure. once in a lifetime. Like I'm I won't ever go back to Santiago unless I do the Camino again, right. and like maybe that happens, and maybe it doesn't. But like that that's a once in a lifetime experience for mm. a lot of people. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Cool. Um, so heading back home, how long? <laughs> how long till you felt? normal how long till the <laughs> till till so the, i guess the hard part of any like major life event or trip right is is the going back home and 
all this processing has happened in any pilgrimage or any any coming of age moment, whatever you mm-hmm. want to call it. All this processing has happened and then you have to go home and you have to do the things yeah. that you've mm-hmm. been thinking about for, yeah. in your case, 40 yeah. days. Mm-hmm. Um, did, was it incredibly difficult? Was it, <laughs> was it just, was it just like, were you ready to get home or? Oh, I, no, I didn't want to get on that plane. Yeah. Um, but coming home, my sister's wedding was two weeks later. So I was pretty jet lagged for a while. Yeah. And then, um, and then. Not just, not just jet lagged, just exhausted uh, too. Just just beat. Yeah. You walked so far. So far. (laughs) So I went back to my aunt and my uncles in New York and was like, well, okay, I'm, I'm pretty sure that I'm going to go to New Zealand because I met these Kiwis and I'm pretty sure I was at like before I was planning on going to Portland and I was like, oh, I mean, maybe I'm not going to Portland. Maybe I'm going to New Zealand. So I had to come back home and explain this crazy ass exp- like experience that I just had that no one was going to understand in small town, rural New York. They didn't understand why I wanted to go to Spain in the first place. And then like make sense of all of that and then explain how I wanted to go to New Zealand. And so my solution was just to not tell people, like right. some people. <laughs> I was like, I'm just not, not going to bother with that. Like you're, you're not going to understand. It's fine. But when it came to like family and stuff, I got a book printed of all of my pictures, and then when I was at my sister's wedding, in appropriate moments, mm. or, you know, in that week that I was there, like got the to ceremony see, and... yeah, like the ceremony and the, and the reception, I grabbed the mic and I went, thanks sister, and then we <laughs> talked about my thing now. Um, <laughs> the rehearsal dinner, the bachelorette party. <laughs> um, but yeah, in those moments, I got to explain... You know, people had been following me on Instagram and stuff, and so they had seen some of it already, but got to really talk to them and go through the pictures. And and that, for me, telling the story helps me process and helps me kind of make sense of it. And so that was really helpful. But um, for a long time, it was just like, man, nobody gets it. And like, no one's going to. Like, the people who get it are the people who that you just left in Santiago. And that's that's tough. Mm. That's really tough. Yeah. Yeah. I had been putting up my photos and videos on Facebook for family mainly. So I still had that. And I've over the last four years, I've gone back. and, and But it's such a mess. It's a messy thing. So at the beginning of this year, I thought, I want to put this in an easier uh, way of looking at it for myself again. So I started going through and, and making you know, a video of all my photos for each day and putting it on YouTube whether people see it or not doesn't matter. It's more for me and for my family and all that. But that's four years ago, and I'm just now really kind of processing a lot more stuff. Yeah. I was just looking at my notes. Four years ago today, we were leaving Leon to Whoa, go to yeah, which was no a great way. experience in oh, Leon. Yeah, it was so good. Oh, yeah, oh. but but you know that's the kind of experience you have four years on. Is all of a sudden you're thinking about Leon, this great city. We had a rest day there. We had a mm-hmm. lot of fun there. But then other things will pop up. Like yeah, what was that about? You know, you'll see mm-hmm. a photo. It's like you look at someone else's face in the photo and think, I wonder what was going on for them and mm-hmm. what was going on for me in that time. I don't know that you can do a trip like that and say, I'm done processing it. <laughs> I think yeah, uh-uh. I will spend the rest of my life thinking around this yeah. and how it's impacted me from there. 
Um, yeah, so I don't, I just don't, I don't know that I ever want to stop processing mm. that trip sure. either. Yeah, yeah. If you, it's, if you guys don't mind, like how, how has it changed your life in the past, in the past four years? How, how has it affected the way you live your life? Hmm. Uh, I know Kurt's talked a little bit about it already and, and being in the moment a little bit more or, or, or if you want to say it in a negative frame, being less organized. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, like, I'm sure, well, I know for Shelby it's affected in, in yeah. so many ways, <laughs> both practical, practical uh-huh. and mentally. But, yeah, uh, yeah. but for, for both of you, just maybe a, an example or two. Mm. Well, I was pastoring a church at the time. Yeah. And so while I was walking the Camino... I was meditating on the Lord's Prayer, like one word a day, just uh-huh. really thinking through that and really kind of... And, and so when I came back, I ended up preaching a whole series on the Lord's Prayer. But that led to me reevaluating where the church was, who I was in that church. And by the end of that year, I resigned from pastoring that church because I was ready for a new chapter of my life. I didn't turn my back on God or anything. It's just, I was, you know... That trip had changed me so much and changed, it kind of gave me the opportunity of thinking, who am I? Who has God made me to be? And what do I want to do the rest of my life? And so I'm still in church work, but in a different way. And I do a lot yeah. of counseling now. And I use that a lot. So, that, I mean, that had a pretty dramatic effect on my yeah. work, yeah. you know, obviously. Um, it certainly, for me, also has made me much more patient just in the daily life of just not getting wrapped up and I have to do this, I have to do this, I got to get this to-do list done. It's just every day feels a little bit like a Camino walk. You know, even Mm -hmm. with, we got a lot of stuff to do. It's like, well, if I don't get everything done today, there's always tomorrow. (laughs) And if I don't get it done tomorrow, probably didn't need to get done anyway. So just keep walking. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's great. Yeah. Well, and like, yeah, for me, it's, it's drastically shaped my life, you know, just from like, I live in New Zealand now. <laughs> you know, like, I found my husband here. Like I'm now going to school so that I can be a counselor. And like Kurt was a part of that journey and I'm going to school here. And like, you know, being in New Zealand is when like I got into therapy, woohoo therapy. Um, but it, it, yeah, it's drastically changed, but I think it's also like, I feel more confident now. Like I, again, like I said before, mm. You know, I wanted to do it because it scared me. And yeah. I wanted to know that if I'm afraid of something that I can still do it. And I've, that I've carried that with me. There's lots of things now that I go, oh, that is crazy. Mm. I'm going to do it. Like, let's, you know, let's go. And I love, I love that. I love that I have people in my life that have always told me, do it. You know, be smart, <laughs> be mm. safe, but do it. And, um, and that's just carried forward and I also love it's I mean I'm you know me Andrew I'm grumpy sometimes with people you too Kurt I don't but I don't know what you're talking about I don't know, I'm just gonna drink my coffee over here <laughs> take a sip um but I it when I think of the Camino like there were minor instances where people weren't my favorite like the Australian that oh, we met. he was, the Australian he was horrible yeah. um, but otherwise like it gave me so much hope in people and mm. not even not even just in the people who were overly kind and generous and hospitable, but the people who were real. Like Paul is a great example. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not a perfect guy by no. any means. And, you know, he was on the Camino for very different reasons than we were. Mm-hmm. 
but um, still showed a lot of kindness and mm. showed a lot of growth yeah, over did. the course he of did. the Camino. Yeah. Um, and like that's that's really cool. That's really really mm. cool. And so I I cling to those moments. Yeah. Of knowing that 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 there are good people and that mm. um, they're all over the world. They're yeah. everywhere. And um, yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's interesting for me too. I, you know, I took that little rock up there and said, "No more waiting." And I probably did more waiting the year after that than I've ever done in my entire life. Yeah. Yeah. But it was a different kind of waiting. And now I really enjoy waiting because for me, waiting before was waiting for the perfect moment to do something perfectly well. Mm. And now the waiting is just to find the right moment, to to be aware of everything that's in that moment at that time. So I'm much more at peace with waiting now, but I'm waiting differently. Mm. I'm not waiting for the perfect moment to jump in. I'm just enjoying as I'm walking through each day. And and I think that was a, a different kind of change. I expected this to be, okay, when I come back, I'm going to be a driven man. I'm going to get all the stuff done all the time. And um, thankfully, I didn't come back that way. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have a lot to add to that. that that's, a, that's a great input. Um, I, think, I think we've skimmed across on this podcast. We haven't dove in, but um, we both, I think a faith in humanity is important mm. in some way. Mm. And, um, yeah. you, you both can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Kurt and I are probably a little more on the optimistic side on, on people and, and Shelby is like, yeah, people are I'll, great sometimes. I'll tell you that people suck. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we've talked about like, like. Yeah, Shelby needs me or other people like mm-hmm. that who are going to pull her along. But I also need her in mm. reminding me, like, hey, we need to we need to keep pushing. Right. Um, yeah. So I think an experience like this, and it doesn't necessarily have to be the Camino, but an experience like this is both um, energizing for for both sides, right? Like, yeah. like yeah. as an optimist, like I need to go see what I'm always talking about. Like. I think about the last few days in America newswise and it hasn't been the prettiest and right. usually they aren't like in the in the last yeah. no matter what week it is they usually aren't the most enjoyable but like I was I was thinking about a song today that says I, I will break my back to show you that the good will sometimes win and mm. like we need to like I need to go feel that sometimes mm. just yeah. so I can keep showing people mm-hmm. whereas mm-hmm. other people need to just like experience it to see that it's actually real and not some goofy guy off somewhere yeah. else just preaching it yeah. um mm-hmm. and, and yeah, just those experiences are so vital to keep yeah. us I think going people doing the camino in this next year or two <clears throat> are going to have an amazing experience because yeah. you look at the last couple of years there's been yeah. nothing but division yeah. And the Camino brings you together like no other place. Yeah, sure. So I think they're going to have some amazing, just reconnecting with humanity right. experiences. Yeah. 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 Okay, let's go. Okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> See you, Andrew. Hey, come Bye. join us. Let's go. Uh, thanks for joining us on Trip to Me. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. We'll podcast every night. Yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. She'll, be, yes, she'll yes. be able to yell at me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on a podcast. I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's a good jumping off point for her, for one of like the practical questions. Would you do it again? Would, would you do it again? In a heartbeat. 
Yeah. 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 I'll probably wait now because I'm, I'm one of the things I also did is I'm, I'm now doing a lot of hiking. And so while I'm still relatively youngish, younger, I want to do some of the harder hikes out there. But uh, I think when I get older, I probably will want to go back again for certain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, cool. and also have a little bit more time between yeah. my next time. Because I, th- I think if I went now, I would be trying to recreate what we had four yeah. years ago. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I don't want that. I want a whole new experience the yeah. next time I go. Yeah. That makes sense. Every time yeah. Kurt and I get together, we always talk about that. And I, I think that's the big thing is like the expectations. You can't go into it expecting it to be exactly the same experience because it's not going to be. But you can go into it knowing that whatever experience it is, like it's going to be just as meaningful. Mm -hmm. Like you're going to meet different people. The places are going to be the same, but the weather's going to be different and your body's going to feel different and where you're at mentally is different. And so, yeah, I think that's the big thing for me too is, is making sure that the expectations are there and not going back for nostalgic yeah. Like, you know, yeah. purposes, yeah. but going back because I want a brand new experience. Mm-hmm. So we've talked about like, what does it look like to do a different route to Santiago yeah. since there are different ones? Um, and that's a possibility. Um, there's pros and cons to that. Sometimes they're less busy, which means mm-hmm. less facilities and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, but, but yeah, I would, I would totally go back. I'd, I'd pack a bag for Ben and throw him in the car and yeah. be like, we're going, <laughs> <laughs> let's go. Yeah. Yeah, and I've talked about taking my wife. She's not as big a walker as I am, uh, but you can take like cars, buses, taxis mm. between the towns. Yeah. So someone could maybe like walk a day, and then maybe take a couple days off right. and walk a day, and they could have just as great an experience that way. Yeah. You can even send your bag ahead. Yeah. So if you are someone that like physically can't carry your bag, you can have it sent on, and then you just walk, mm-hmm. and like that makes it physically much more manageable. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Um, you're, I was going to joke about being less of a pilgrim. You're not. You're no, not. No. Um, yeah. And I saw some old, old people oh walking the Camino. Oh, my gosh. Old people. Yes. Like, wow. And I, I was, got passed by these two 80-year-old <laughs> women one day, and I was like, oh, yep, yep. I respect you. Yep, yep. They I, were amazing. I, I don't walked, think they were carrying their bags, though, but they no. were still amazing. I walked up a hill with a guy up to Osibrio, and and yeah. he was seriously, if he wasn't over 80, he was just a day under. And he was just plodding along, yeah. and I thought, wow, that's really cool. Yeah. 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 So it, it's, I mean, it's a long journey, and you got to prepare yourself. you yeah. got to, you know, take, be wise, you know, don't kill yourself at the very beginning no. of it. But an older person, certainly an out-of-shape person, could, could do this as well. It's, oh, yeah. You don't have to be a super athlete to do this at all. Yeah. The, I mean, it sounds like the first day, probably the hardest, one yeah. of the yeah. hardest mm-hmm. days. But it, it's not so grueling that a, like a below-average no. hiker couldn't do it. If you go over the top, there's an albergue partway through. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not a huge albergue. See, that's when you have to reserve like probably a month or so in advance. Yeah. But the like the way we we had to go around and we wish we could have gone over the top, but they yeah. just wouldn't let us. Yeah. But again, yeah. there's another one halfway around there. So, yeah. you know, the, if you most people walk that first day to Ronceville, the, the big first albergue. Yeah. Um, and that's a that's a long day. But you can break either one of those trips up in half and it yeah. becomes sure. much more manageable. Yeah. OK. Yeah. And there are the options of doing it in bits and pieces, which. Um, we saw quite a few people that, you know, they live in Europe. And so it's totally mm-hmm. feasible for them to just 
catch a train or a flight and then just do a week at a time. And so they yeah. were doing pockets at yeah. a time, which like that's interesting. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, it's a it's a totally different experience for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. You know, and if you're coming from different parts of the world, that may not be feasible because you don't want to buy those plane tickets over yeah. and over yeah. and over again. Right. Right. But, you know, if you're living in the UK or you're living in, you know, France or something like that, then it would be much more feasible mm. to just do it a little bit at a time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Very good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, I had a next question picked out and then I completely blanked on it. Um, (laughs) Um, How much, how much training did you do in advance? Like how much, how much were you prepared to walk? How much, uh, does it matter? (laughs) Right. I like, I walked around Tomata Peak quite a bit. Um, I think the longest day I walked as a training walk and I carried, my backpack, the weight in my backpack. So I walked around our town and I did 20 kilometers. Um, that was the longest day I trained, but it was the only time that I walked that length of time. Usually it was five to 10 kilometers. Um, and I, again, I was I was not anywhere close to being fit when I started that. Um, I ended up losing like 25 pounds oh, in, sure, in that yeah. time. Yeah. Of course, I ended up gaining it all back up. You know, because <laughs> you, the eating habits you develop on the Camino, you got to quit when you're done with the Camino. Oh, no, my three-course <laughs> meals at every meal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Fried um, croquettes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Kurt did way more training than I did. I did. Yeah. I joined a gym, and I broke my boots in. And I think every time I was at the gym, I, gym, I walked about three miles. Um, and I tried to do that like three to five times a week. Um, but like, that's like, yeah. that's not very much. Mostly it was that length of time because I would get bored at the gym. Mm. And so I'd be like, yeah. I'm done. <laughs> like, yeah. like, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. I, I hate treadmills just in general. Oh, I do not like treadmills. They're the worst. And at the time I was in New York, so it was just like snow everywhere. Yeah. And like, so there, and it's flat. So like there wasn't anywhere for me to like hike and have it be enjoyable. So it, yeah. So mm. it was the gym, which was, it got the job done. I definitely am, it was interesting, we got there, and Rachel was definitely more in shape than I was, but she had a really hard time with her boots, Um, so her feet bothered her for most of the trip, Mm. Um, and it wasn't because she had bad boots, they just, something about them didn't work for her, Um, and mine were fine, but it took my body a little bit longer to get into the rhythm of it, so you just don't know, like, how your body's going to react once you get there, so you've got to just give yourself some grace. Yeah. Set yourself up, like get some good boots, break them in, do as much training as you can. Yeah. But even if you're not walking 10 miles a day, like you'll be fine. Yeah. Um, you touched on the boots and we touched a little bit on packing last time. Any other like essentials that you mm-hmm. would bring and I, what? And is there something that you wouldn't bring that you did that you did? I think you, what you walk in is the most important decision yeah. you can make. That kind of yeah. goes for anything when oh, you travel, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, I'm telling yeah. you. It, I spent more time researching and yeah. trying on shoes than anything else that I did. And I never really, I never had any problems. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I put more money there than I put probably yeah. everywhere else combined. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, worth I think, it, though. Yeah, it, absolutely. Because <laughs> you, you do, you saw people limping and people yeah. with massive yep. blisters. and. Oh. And that would just ruin 
it was not ruined, but it would certainly make your Camino a different experience that yeah. you may not want to have. Yeah. So I say put all, and I even socks. I spent a lot of time uh-huh. trying socks to make sure I had the right socks for. I've it never too. spent so much money on socks. Before. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? You want me to pay sixteen dollars for one pair yeah. of socks? Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. Is there gold in the thread? Like yeah. what? Yeah. Totally worth it. Totally yeah, worth it. Absolutely. Yeah. And you don't need a big backpack. Mm-hmm. Um, mine was 30 liters. And you actually don't want a big backpack no, because don't. if you have the room, you'll fill it. And so you yeah. want the appropriately sized backpack. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yep. Yep. Oh, I loved my backpack. That was the last voyage that my backpack went on. We mm. got to Santiago and it was literally being held together by like stitching and like yeah. duct tape. Yeah. And so it went in the bin in oh, our Airbnb. Wow. I know. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, thank you. I love you. You've yeah. been to <laughs> Africa and you've been to South America <laughs> and now you've been to on the Camino and boop. It like was falling apart. Mm. Yeah. 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 Uh, if you uh, uh, listeners, if you have like specifics about like what backpacks they used or what, mm-hmm. what stuff... Um, I think we, I think we could probably track that down. So email us, trip it yep. to me at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, cool. Uh, anything you wouldn't bring? I know I know. Kurt was happier with his packing than Shelby was. Yeah. But. <laughs> Fortunately, I, I just I ate all of the snacks, yeah. and then and then they were gone, and I didn't have to carry them anymore. So that was fine. I took That's two a- things that I wish I hadn't taken. One was a book that I was going to mm-hmm. read. And, and I even trimmed off the edges of the book to make it like 20 grams lighter. <laughs> and, and I didn't purposely didn't read anything until I got the Camino. And then I opened up the first night. It's like, this is like the most boring book I've ever read. I'm not going to read this book. But I ended up carrying it the whole way across anyways because I'm too cheap to throw it away. Yeah. And the other thing was I... Um, I took a, a pair of Chaco's sandals. I think that's how you pronounce them mm-hmm. um, for in the evenings. So, because I didn't yeah. want to wear my boots around town, and well, they were nice. They were really heavy, and they were mm-hmm. way oh, okay. more than I needed. So, I would yeah. have taken much lighter evening shoes, just yeah, you know, just to kick around. Because once you get into town, you're not doing any more hiking. So, uh, something pretty light, pretty cheap, like and a, nasty. Like- like a pair of slides or flip flops like before. Flip yeah. Flops yeah, that's what yeah. Taylor had slides. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think same. I think I had some some sandals because I think in my brain I was like, oh, if there's ever a day I want to walk but not in my boots, these will be good for walking too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. I did one day in my Chaco's and it's like, I'm not I'm like, not doing no, this. Like, no, absolutely. And not. then because it was cold in the evenings, I was wearing socks with these Chaco's Chaco sandals, so I look pretty poor. And you're like, I'm that American guy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> they weren't white socks, the at least. The stereotype. But yeah. <laughs> oh, socks God. and sandals, it just so doesn't look good funny. on anybody, so right? Yeah. I think, I think, what did I bring? I think other than the snacks, everything else was pretty on point. Oh, I will say, I brought a scarf with me. And it was fantastic. It was probably the best decision mm. I could. Because when yeah. I was walking on days when I had, like, a tank top on, my bag was, like, rubbing into my arms. And so my scarf I could kind of tuck underneath, and then it protected me mm-hmm. from that. And then on the days when it was so effing cold, it was it was lovely. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. had that scarf on me the whole time. I did not get one single drop of pasta sauce or red wine right. on it the entire time. And then it was like two days before we got to Santiago. We were sitting at a cafe and we got up to leave. And like 
You there under no circumstances do you turn around on the Camino. Like no. you've oh. you've walked those steps, you're not going backwards. So we left this cafe, got like maybe a hundred meters <laughs> down the road, and I was like, <gasps> my scarf. I've left my scarf. And I remember looking at Taylor and like we had this moment of like no one said and it wasn't like a do I go back do I not and then finally he looked at me and he's like come on like we have to get it like you've had it this whole time and I was like oh I'm really glad honestly if he would have been like nah I probably would have been like you're right of course we don't go back and would have just kept going but I'm really glad because I yeah I still have it and whenever I wear it I'm like oh thank the Camino Yeah. yeah there was one other place we went backwards you remember what that was for? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. We we in that last rest stop town, we actually walked two kilometers oh. back <laughs> to get pancakes for breakfast. <laughs> we were tired of toast and ham and cheese. Yes. And uh-huh. and you walk past this cafe and their sign says we don't have toast. We have pancakes. <laughs> and we thought, we're coming here tomorrow. I don't care how far we have to walk back for That's it. Great. Oh. We and I didn't even take any photos of that. I just destroyed yeah. those pancakes. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> just devoured them. Yeah. yeah. I, I know how much Shelby loves pancakes. Yeah. So I am it's not really on brand for me. Yeah. 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 It was oh. embarrassing. <laughs> How much we all enjoyed those pancakes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, because every day for breakfast, it's like toast oh. and it's eggs and ham. And that was yeah. just, which is great. It's yeah. it's lovely. It's, it's it protein. It's high through. energy. Yeah. Yeah. But, it, but man, like pancakes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That uh, one place was interesting. They were so grumpy with us. Oh, they were. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was that. So grumpy. Was he like with German us. or something like that? Yeah, yeah I had yeah, forgotten. Yeah. And like yeah. we were there, and he was like, "Ah, I'll get you a table." Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, um, I'm so. I'm sorry. I don't we, care. Are just we don't spit in the pancakes. Right. And give me pancakes. Like, <laughs> please don't be mad. And of course, me. I'm like, thank you. Please, yeah. thank you. Like just trying to pull out, just pull yeah. out the cute Shelby. Pull out because you yeah. just want pancakes. Yeah, it had no effect on that guy. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> Some some people can't oh, be rude, I guess. Yeah, no. no. <laughs> uh, if I'm hearing you right, I probably shouldn't bring like my big DSLR camera with me. <laughs> um. Uh, well, yeah. Um, <laughs> to each his own. Yeah, every, I mean, we saw people with with the drones yeah. there that yeah. you knew that they were there for shooting YouTube movies and stuff sure. like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, most everybody's just using their camera phone. Yeah. yeah, and, and yeah. they take such good pictures now. Like yeah. you, you could bring it, but it's just it's a sacrifice, right? Like, yeah. sure. Maybe that means that you get your bag shipped ahead, so that way you only have to carry your camera equipment. Right. That's true. It's it's mm-hmm. heavier than the bags you guys are talking about. Anyway, yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, all right. Uh, let's see. We you, we touched on this last episode uh, in part one, but maybe maybe speak to just just the safety uh, and and like I I know Spanish is neither none of our native language. Mm-hmm. Did it matter even a little bit? Um, things like that. Those two things, I guess. Safety was great. Yeah. Like if anyone is wondering about whether or not they should go and whether or not they should go alone. I'd be like, yeah, do it. Um, even, I mean, uh, always, of course, you have to 
keep a level head and you have to be smart and all of those things. But um, yeah, I would have felt completely safe traveling on my own the entire way. Um, there really was not a time at all where I felt like at all like anything bad could happen. And I think a lot of that is because there's just so many other pilgrims yeah. everywhere. Yeah. yeah, You're so easily identifiable. Everyone is there to help. And so you really just know that like nothing nothing bad's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and the albergues are so safe. Yeah. Um, leaving your bag around when you're going out to restaurants and stuff, so safe. Yeah. So yeah, I'd give it a five out of five. Even, you know, solo female travelers. Yeah. Yeah. Gold star. I, I probably wouldn't leave my phone on the bed unattended, but right, sure. other than yeah, but safety wise, no, I never felt. Of course, yeah, you know, bigger guy, but but never felt like there's any yeah. reason to be concerned for my safety ever, yeah. Mm-hmm. ever. Yeah, yeah. even that's when great. you're walking down a dirt road in the middle of nowhere, following a spray painted yellow arrow. Yeah. like if that was in America, you knew you know like some <laughs> shithead kid has got a can of yellow spray paint. And they're like, we're gonna make him walk in a circle, right? Like, like you know. Yeah, I'm gonna lead them right to my den. Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Gonna jump them. But yeah. no, it's just like someone took a can of yellow spray paint and like shh shh yeah. and like you just follow the arrow and like you don't question it. Right. It's rather alarming. Yeah. But hey, yeah. we're we're still here. Yeah, I sure when are. you talk about the Spanish language, I um I got Duolingo lingo mm-hmm. as an app yeah. beforehand. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it really there there was no word that I learned on Duolingo that was helpful on the Camino. Right. <laughs> <laughs> not, not once. But when I had Google Translator, you yeah. know, and so um, I mean you do learn phrases like the the ham and cheese sandwich yeah. and, and yeah. different stuff like that, uh, but. Don't expect people on the Camino to know English. Yeah. That really, you know, it it surprised me. I I was a little bit embarrassed how surprised I was, but I just figured, oh, they'll all know English. Right. They don't. Mm -hmm. They don't. So it was really kind of fun to try to figure out how how to communicate. And so, you know, the Google Translate, I would just speak into what I wanted to say and it'd pop up. But then I wouldn't just show it to the person. I'd try to practice the words so that That's when great. I went to talk to the person, I was actually saying. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, and they, and they start talking back. It's like, oh, sorry. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm no Espanol. You know? <laughs> Google Translate. You know? Speaking <laughs> to my phone, please. Yeah, yeah. And um, there was one time I got into an albergue a little earlier. Than, than they weren't even open yet. I was that early. <laughs> and there was someone who was calling in trying to set an appointment and the the host he he couldn't speak any English and and I was watching this frustration him tr- you could just tell he was really trying to figure out what was going on and so I I asked if I could help and and so I the guy at the other end of the phone fortunately was speaking English so he would tell me what he wanted and then I would say it into Google Translate and then show it to the host and then he would repeat back in Spanish and it showed me in English. And then I would yeah. talk to the guy on the phone. Yeah. It was really cool how that whole thing worked. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to speak yeah. Spanish. You can work around that. Yeah. But but try to speak Spanish. Yeah. You're sure. in their culture. And, you know, any culture you go to, if they see you're making an effort to get into yeah. their culture, they're going to yep. be super patient. Yeah. Um, yep. It's the people who have that ugly attitude of, you lucky people, here I am. Those are the folks mm-hmm. that say, please don't walk the Camino, you know, learn yeah. some humility before you walk the Camino <laughs> and, then, and then learn some more. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And yeah. I think, yeah, I think that's fair in most places that you go, mm-hmm. you know, that don't speak English. They just want you to try. Yeah. You know, it's the effort of like, hey, just try to, to meet them where they're at. 
Um, and then, yeah, you learn along the way, right? Like, jamón y huevos. Like, I'll probably never forget that phrase. Yep. My whole, I'm like, bacon and eggs. Yep. Like, that's my breakfast right yep. there. And I remember, yeah, the first day we went to order lunch and... We were like, I, uh, uh, I had no idea, yeah. no idea. And he handed us this like baguette with like a slice of thick ham and a slice of thick cheese. Mm-hmm. We were like, I guess this is what yeah. we ordered. <laughs> and it was like the most delicious thing in my life because I was so hungry. But yeah, like you just yeah. try and you pick up stuff along yeah. the way. And there's always going to be people that are there to help and can assist. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you just have to try. Yeah. And you're going to look silly and that's totally okay. Yep. Yeah. Yamoni, yeah. queso, bocadilla, por favor. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Ham and cheese sandwich, please. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> I, I, I went without ham and cheese sandwiches for a while after oh, I done the Oh, yeah. Community. No, I got very done with them. <laughs> it was mainly because that's all I could order. But yeah, a lot yeah, of places, that's sure. all they had. That except, and the tortillas. Oh, tortillas. Yeah, it's tortillas. After we left Santiago on our way out to Muxia, there was one place we were walking along. We hadn't seen any any place to eat for a while. And we came across these steps that led up this really steep hill and with the promise of a cafe up there. I'm like, I hope they have good food because I was pretty hungry. Got to the top and I just didn't want to eat another ham and cheese sandwich. (laughs) And they had macaroni and cheese. And I thought, okay, I'll have macaroni and cheese and a Coke. And they came out with this gigantic plate of macaroni. And then the cheese... (laughs) Yeah, I took a photo because it's so great. And you know those individual sliced cheeses come in the plastic oh, wrapper? Oh, no, no. There were no. like 10 of those no. on this pile of macaroni. No. <laughs> and I ate the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I waddled back down those steps. <laughs> and I didn't really have to do any eating for like in the next day after that. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So there's not a lot of variety. It's a oh, yeah. Maybe a great time to say if you are diabetic, maybe not. Maybe not the mac and cheese. I oh. I remember getting excited about a restaurant where they had a salad. Yes, <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh, a salad. Like salad. <laughs> yeah. So oh, a lot of pizza, man. a lot of pasta. A lot of, you know, yeah. now that you say that. Yeah. Yeah. I just remember feeling healthy, but now that you say that, I don't think there were a lot of vegetables. No. 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 Um, well, they, I mean, you can you can eat whatever you want when you walk yeah, however yeah, many yeah, kilometers, kilometers a day. Every yeah, day. Yeah. The, the only vegetables I ever saw were on the hamburgers that I would order in the dinner time. Sure. Right. Uh, right. Yeah, and that tomato is not really a, a vegetable. No. Is it, so. Yeah. I had, a, I had a lot of grapes. A lot sure. of grape juice. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. called wine. It's called, yeah, that's, <laughs> I love wine. <laughs> I love wine. <laughs> but tortillas were the other one. At the mm-hmm. end, I was like, oh, I don't ever need to eat one of those yeah. ever again. Which isn't just like a, it's not like a Mexican tortilla. It's like a, if you imagine like the shape of a quiche, but it's mostly potato. Mm. Did you ever get into the tapas scene? A little bit. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. I really enjoyed it. That was, that was great. Because I would come into the towns a little earlier than you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the albergues weren't open yet. <laughs> and the only place that was open was a pub. And mm-hmm. so I'd go in there and get a nice big glass of Coke and the tapas, which would be like mm-hmm. little finger foods. Yeah. And it could be anything from sardines on a piece of bread to those croquettes mm-hmm. to yeah. chicken wings to squid rings. That was one of my favorites right. as well. But that's kind of a cultural thing, the tapas mm-hmm. as well. In the beginning, when you're in the Basque country, they're called pinchos. Mm-hmm. But once you get out of the Basque country, they're called tapas. 
Uh, yeah. But that's a that's a pretty yeah. cool part of the culture as well. Yeah. Very I remember nice. being in one one of those places where they were showing bullfighting on the TV, which was kind of sickening to watch, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's part of the sure. culture. So we're yeah. watching this, and there was a family with grandfather and grandmother and mom and dad, and there was a little boy there, about five or six. And so they saw that we were watching this bullfighting with them. Of course, we had a kind of a different opinion. They were like, oh, yeah. hey, every time. We were like, oh, every time. <laughs> um, and the little boy went out and was gone for about five minutes and came back in with a cape and a little <laughs> wooden sword. And he was doing all this stuff in the, in the cafe. We're all going, ole, ole. <laughs> Pretty cute. Yeah, it was mm. cute, but you think, oh, man, what are you doing to those bulls over there? <laughs> yeah, so it's, yeah. It's pretty brutal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And, um, and the one we were watching, the, the bullfighter wasn't doing a good job. He, he oh. couldn't put that bull out of its misery. Oh. Oh. Even oh, the people were horrible. watching, they were kind of at the end going, uh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. that's not nice. Huh. Yeah. From a very, like, practical standpoint, like, like uh, speak to the... To like uh, going to the bathroom or things like that. Were there always stops to make? Were there, um, or like, were there benches? Did you just sit on the ground when you needed a quick break? <laughs> or speak to those little things that people might want to know just a little bit more about. I think there was only once or twice that I used nature instead of a, sure. like a proper toilet. Um, but otherwise. There were there were lots of facilities all along the way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and not just mm-hmm. in the towns, just along the way too. Uh, not really. Not really. No, no, no. no, no. But, like, but there were there were enough towns. Oh yeah, yeah enough yeah. towns. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Um. Sometimes there were like recreational areas. Yeah. That like you imagine is just kind of like a like a park or a mm-hmm. rest stop for sure. people as they travel. Um. And sometimes it was just. It was just what you found. It was just a nice yeah. little field or a tree yeah. or... Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm, whatever's available. Yeah. I'm still thinking you're talking about going to the bathroom. Oh. But you're talking about re- <laughs> relaxing. Yeah. Benches. Like yeah, there were, benches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are places to relax on the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, like a tree works for both. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just might want to check the ground first. <laughs> I do remember walking past a little hut, um, like a three-wall hut. And as I walked past, you could look in there, and there's a whole bunch of toilet paper just on yeah. the ground. And I thought, I don't even want to know what's no, going on in there. Uh, sure. No, no, no. Um, but, yeah, but not, there wasn't really any any reason for that. Yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. there, there was always something yeah. close by. Yeah. Yeah. And you just took advantage when you went through a town. You went and yeah. you got a cup of coffee and you used the bathroom there and then you moved on. And mm-hmm. Which, like, at that, like, why wouldn't you, right? Like, you yeah. may or may not know when the next stop is. So you just, yeah. when there's a place to stop, you just stop and you take a break. And, mm. yeah. It's like a road trip when you were a kid. When Dad stops the car, you get out, you yes. use yes. the bathroom, <laughs> and you get back in the car. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Um, any Any other, before we move to our usual trip report questions any other practical tips any practical thoughts you you don't need you don't need a lot of money for souvenirs yeah yeah because the trip itself is a souvenir i mean we i bought a shell part way through when i felt like i'd earned the pilgrim status i bought a shell Mm. 
But beyond that, I think I got a T-shirt in Santiago when I finished. Yeah. And that was really all I got, a gift for my wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You see, it's, it's, it's not that kind of a trip, I don't think. Yeah. 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 Uh, going off that, did you did you get, um, was everything cash, euro-based? Or did you use yeah. credit cards? Mm-hmm. Did, you got a lot of... That's a good question. Yeah. Yeah, yeah lots of cash. So it's like, mm-hmm. you. that was the one thing you kind of had to keep an eye on mm-hmm. was... Oh, how much cash do I have? Um, when is the next big place? Because yeah. a lot of places that we went through wouldn't have an ATM and would, yeah. you wouldn't be able to get cash anywhere. Yeah. So when you kind of hit those major cities, you just got cash yeah. out. And again, I think at the start I was kind of worried about that because I didn't like having a bunch of cash on me. But then you kind of figure out that like right. it doesn't matter. Like yeah. no one like no one cares. No one's going to bother you for it. Um, so yeah, so lot, it's right. just all cash. So you, you do want to make sure. Yeah. I think there was there were a few times where it was like somebody was short. And so mm. it's like, oh, well, I'll give you, you yeah. know, here's 20 euros. And next yeah. time you'll pay me back. You know, no yeah. big deal. Again, looking out for each other. Yeah. The other thing is, too, is, is phones, the, mm. the network you use. So I did carry phone because I was calling ahead and all that. Um, and when we went, there were several you could get. But Orange seemed to be the best one, the easiest to get, uh, the best deals and all that. Just get the SIM card, um, and and I had to top it up once along the way, but again that was you had to you had to, could only top up or get those in the major cities. Yeah. So it's something to to look ahead and prepare for. Do a little bit of research. I didn't do enough research, and I got something in in Paris in the airport, and when I got to Spain, it wasn't working, so I had to end up getting orange, um, and then then I was fine. I was mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's a little bit of a trick to get to Saint Jean, from mm-hmm, what I'm remembering. Yeah. But like, it's not it's not horrible. I think we were meant to take a tr- train, but then the, mm. the last part of that train, the it was the track was down. Right, so and so and then it, and then it was a bus. Yeah. yeah. So the, that was a little like because uh, we were you know don't speak yeah. French, and so it was like we got there, but we could tell that the train wasn't running. So it was making sure that we got on the right bus, yeah. and so. That was a little stressful, um, but otherwise, like, it should be fairly simple. Like, you fly in, you take a train. Mm-hmm. Where do you fly into? That's a great question. We flew into Paris, and then I think the we had a short train. flight. Okay. And then it was a train? Okay. We we flew into Paris and then took a train from Paris down... But we had a stopover where we had to, to change trains, mm. and we only left 15 minutes for that, and we weren't even close to making that next train. Yeah. Mm. And so um, I would say if you're going to do that, make sure you have at least a half hour to an hour. And and then it was a little bit of stress trying to get, right. catch it, and we had to wait two hours for the next train. Right. Yeah. Um, and that town is real cute. I don't remember the name of it, but yeah. it, whatever it is, it's really cute. So, like, you could easily get there, and yeah. then if you need to hang out for a few hours, you can, just to mm-hmm. make sure that you're on time for that train. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, you both went, obviously, you, you were there together. Um, you both went April, late April, early May, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Could yeah. you do this at a different time? Is that the best time to go? I think it's the best time. Yeah. Because it's, it's after the snow has largely gone. Is before the heat because it gets really hot. I mean, yeah. we had some hot days. We are still in the spring. Yeah. People yeah. who do it, and they say June is like the busiest month, and I'm like, why? Mm. I mean, that would just yeah. be so hot. Yeah. Um, we looked at doing autumn when it was our uh, fall when it was a little bit colder, but the stories we we're hearing there is 
the Camino is pretty beat up by the end of the season. Mm. You know, bed bug, bug problems and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, no, um, yeah. So we, we, I think the springtime is the best time. I think it was go. great. There were yeah. very few times that like you'd get to a place and all the beds would be full. Yeah. So like the traffic wasn't overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we also, that first night, we wanted to take the Napoleon route up over the pass, but the weather was so bad that they tell you, like, our, our hostess at our, the place that we stayed was like, no. And we were like, no, but we want it. And she was like, no, like, you'll die. No. <laughs> like, yeah. okay. And like, this yep. is our first night. So we're like, okay, we don't want to die. We won't yeah. go. And in the movie, The Way, that's yep. how the, the first character, that that's how yep. he dies. Is yeah. taking that path when the weather is really bad, mm-hmm. and yeah. so if you go too early in the season, then yeah, you get the snow and you get really really bad weather, and then you can okay. actually like really hurt yourself. Yeah, yeah. 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 It, you uh, spoke a little bit about the the heat. Is, is it humid? What's the climate like? Is it uh, humid, dry? Yes. Rainy. Yeah. Yes. Humid and dry? That doesn't make sense. You change altitude so much. It does. I mean, there there was like two weeks we it was it wasn't wet, but it was really cold. And then like the end of two weeks, boom, it was gone, and it instantly just jumped up to where there was like some days where you were really hot. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. And it just changed that much. And then near the end. We get up to Osebrio mm-hmm. at the end of May, and it's snow up there. Crazy. So, and, but we had been walking in shorts and t-shirts yeah. a few days before then. So, yeah, it's it's kind of all over the show. There's a statue this... up there of a guy like braced <laughs> against the wind, and we got up there and we we're like, "We feel you." Yes, buddy. we feel you. That was a nasty day. That's not yeah. nice. Did you? Yeah. Were you able to like check the weather before you left for a day? Did you did you even bother trying? I think you did a few days. I, I would, or maybe yeah, someone I would, did. Yeah, I would do, but it it, it didn't cold. really matter because no. you know you, 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 you kind of knew when you woke so up. It's clothes. like oh, yeah. it looks like a cold day. Maybe it was Paul yeah. that I'm thinking of. He maybe he yeah. was the one that would check the weather frequently, hmm. and we were just like, don't tell me. Like, let it be a surprise. Whatever happens, happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Cool. Uh, well, great. Uh, let's uh, let's move into our usual trip report questions. Do you have a yeah. most memorable moment? You probably already mentioned it. Do you have a very favorite moment mm. from the the five weeks, the forty days, six weeks? Is that yeah, well, somewhere in there. Yeah. <laughs> forty days. Man, I got like four of them. <laughs> yeah, go for it. I mean, we got we got time. Yeah. Who who yeah. cares at this point? I mean. You can list four. We don't mind. I, I think that that lady who did my laundry at that that second night at the albergue, mm. it, it it was a big moment for me because that's when I realized I'm not walking this all by myself. There are people yeah. along that are going to help with that. Mm. I think that's number one. I think that crazy experience at the Cruz de Ferro with those ladies that were doing the selfie um, that stands out in my mind in a big way. Maybe not <laughs> yes. for the right reasons, but it certainly stands out. Yeah. yeah. Um, arriving at Santiago, I mean, that's obviously you know one of the highlights, and and yeah, it was it was a big moment. But then I think also for me, standing at Musha and realizing there was nowhere else to go, um, and that this truly had now come to an end. And now I was no longer a pilgrim, but I was going to be kind of a tourist for the next five days. Yeah, um, I think that was the the fourth really big moment for me. Hmm. Yeah. Shelby, 
You don't get four. Yeah. You have to narrow it down. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, I think some of the ones, like I've said already, like the lady in the cafe at Santiago, mm, right? Yeah. The mama's in the kitchen, just knock on the yeah. door. Um, sure. Yeah, and a few a few other stories that I've told for sure, like the, the, the little tiny, you know, woman in the church with the, yeah. the pendants mm. and... Um, yeah, those, those definitely stand out. I think one of the other ones is, um, we were maybe about a week in and Rachel and I had been feeling this, like, oh, like we want to get to know people and meet people, but like people aren't really approaching us and like feeling a bit awkward about some of that. And that was the first night that I met up with Jackie and Paul and I think Mm -hmm. Jeremy and, um, and that little gang. And, um... I think Rachel had stayed at our albergue, and so I had gone to kind of wander and then got sucked into their group, and, like, that was it. Like, after that, it was, mm. like, Camino family, and I remember feeling like, oh, like, this is the part of it that I've been wanting, but I didn't really quite know how to get to this point, but, like, now I'm here and now I have it, mm. and, like, that was that was really cool because it was something I didn't know Going into this experience, I thought it would be really solitary. And so I didn't know that I wanted that and I needed it. Mm. But then being in that group and hearing Jackie talk about why she was on the Camino and Paul as well, like having some of those first moments where people were really vulnerable Mm. and really honest and sharing those stories. um, And then, you know, asking me and having the safety to open up all my stories, like that was a big, like, it clicked. Mm. And then it was like, oh, no, like, this is the group that we'll travel with from yeah. now on. And that was that was really cool. Yeah. Hmm. That is cool. Yeah. Uh, what would you, is there anything you would do differently about, about your time? Hmm. You can go anywhere you want with this one. Uh, well, I would have given myself more time at that train station. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Sure. Um, I, if, I can't if really your, think of anything yeah. I would do differently. Yeah, I was gonna uh, say if that's your biggest regret, yeah, I think you did yeah. pretty well. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it just because because it unfolded mm. as you're going. It wasn't like you had these huge plans you had to yeah. to stick with. So I, yeah, so did we miss stuff along the way? I'm sure we did, but mm. but I don't know that I missed that stuff because I hadn't planned for it. Yeah, you know? yeah. Mm-hmm. So no, mm-hmm. I wouldn't change. I wouldn't change what I did. Yeah. Shelby? Yeah, I don't think me either. Like, when I think about the experience, like, it's it's just one whole piece. It's one whole package. And so, like, changing any of those things, and especially, I think, because it feels so, right? Like, if we would have started a day earlier, like, maybe we wouldn't have met you guys, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, so when you start to think about... Mm. All of these, like, cause and effect oh, things. Oh, man, don't even go there. It, like, yeah, will yeah. do your head in, yeah, right? Yeah. So, like, I really don't know that I could change anything. Um, yeah. yeah, like, I think, I mean, I would have stayed in Santiago for forever. Hmm. I would be right there at Mama's Cafe right this minute. Um, yeah, I don't I don't think I could change anything. Yeah. That's great. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have maybe um, ordered a second helping of that macaroni and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> you might still be there too for uh-huh. very different reasons. Still be waking yeah. your way down those stairs. <laughs> um, I mean, we, we've touched on this too, but what exceeded expectations? Uh, the, Besides the, everything. Yeah, the, yeah. Um, well, 
the people. I mean, I, I went kind of yeah. as a sabbatical. I was pretty wiped out. Uh, and yeah. I was kind of wanting to be by myself. And I didn't realize how much the people would be part of me healing out of that burnt outness mm. that I was there. Yeah. So that kind of caught me by surprise. And uh, yeah, that, that exceeded my expectations. Yeah. Cool. I, I remember writing before I left in my journal, I had uh, picked up a few books about, you know, pilgrimages and stuff and had kind of acquired a few quotes and things that I wanted to kind of carry with me. Um, and one of the things that I wrote was, um, I'm not self-sufficient and which, which is so like opposite of me, right? Like I, I am self-sufficient, <laughs> like I, anything I need, I can do it. Right. That's just how I was raised. It's very much me. But, um, I've just come to realize that in doing that, that's this perfectionism, you know, all this stuff. And so I, that's, that's one of the thoughts that I carried with me at the very beginning. But I had no idea what that meant. Like, I had no idea that I needed to meet Hannah and JJ and I needed to meet Kurt and Taylor and how instrumental all of the people along the way would be in me processing through some of the stuff mm. that I was processing through and figuring out what does this next stage in my life look like and what do I actually want and who do I want to be because I, I need to do that now. Mm. And, um, like, had no idea. No yeah. idea. Would love to think that I could just figure it all out on my own and make all these choices. But like I needed those interactions, mm. needed those people, needed their honesty and their vulnerability so that I could do the same. So yeah, the people. Yeah, yeah. definitely the people. I, I think another thing is much more shallow than all that. But and again, as an encouragement for anybody who's doubting whether they can do it, my body exceeded my expectations. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I yeah. really I really thought I would suffer a lot more than mm. I did. Man, it just didn't. I mean, those first couple of days were hard. But yeah. But once we got in the rhythm, I was really pleased with how my body yeah. held up. You know, you get the sore knees at the end of it and the sore. I got a toe that's kind of going in a different direction now. It's my Camino, <laughs> it's, it's my Camino souvenir that I have. Sure. Yep. Yep. But, but, you know, um, just being able to get, not getting sick. I didn't get mm. food poisoning. You know, yeah, I didn't yeah. have to get off because of blisters. And I was... Uh-huh pretty pleased with how my body turned out yeah how it stood up for all of that yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i feel like i can even speak to that a little bit like i i walk a lot and people come and visit us down here in southern california and like we'll show them around and at the end of the day it'll be like 13 or 14 miles and i'm like man i'm fine and 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 like i'm not working out a lot or anything right. like that but i'm fine because i'm used to it after uh, yeah. uh for doing it day after day and mm. yep. those people are like oh, tired but if they did it like four or five days in a row they it'd become the new normal yeah. to an extent i mean they'd still be sore but yeah and let me tell you when you're walking that much your metabolism is like this which means you oh, can yeah. drink all the yes. wine that you want responsibly <laughs> it does not matter you can drink so much wine or all and the then, mac and cheese that you yes, want yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> yep, or both. i was gonna say eat all the beef you can <laughs> yeah, yeah. i think there was only one night that i think um the like the the youngins jj and and hannah and and me and taylor and and rachel we had drinks with um the the young 
um, owner of the the business, sure, sure. and she night. told yeah, us, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she told us all about like she had all these dreams, and she was quite young, and so we were all really impressed that she was the owner, and she was telling us about kind of the local economy and how hard it is there for them, and she wants to move and do all this stuff, and and then she just started pouring drinks for us, and then what we found out later. Um, was that she was pouring shots of the blame the the flaming blue stuff that we oh. drank later on, oh. and literally she poured shots and she goes, "If you survive this tomorrow, you will survive anything." <laughs> and then salute, and then we drank right. So the next oh. morning, just about all of us were hungover, but I think that was the well. Paul was there too. Paul was yeah. so hungover the next day. He was so grumpy. You think you've seen a grumpy Scotsman? You have not until you have seen Paul hungover on the Camino. Um, but that was the only day that, like, I woke up with a headache or anything. I was like, come on, everybody, let's like, go. Let's go. And you were like, ah. Um, but that was, that was the only day. Every other night it was like you're eating all this stuff. You're drinking so much water. Yeah. You're drinking all the wine. Yeah. And your body's like, cool, we can do this. So, yeah. you know, yeah, good things. Being healthy is a wonderful thing because you can't eat more. Yeah. <laughs> Exercise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right i think i get two uh two wild card questions uh before two. before that i had um i i had a point you both said the people of what mm. exceeded your expectations i think there's this weird thing like as in your youth we we go to like these summer camps and stuff and we see people that we'll never see again and then you have like camp crushes or or these friends that you make for a week and then you never see them and that doesn't exist in adulthood like it it just like we can't find Mm -hmm. it anywhere the closest you can get on a regular basis is like sporting events or or concerts or something Mm -hmm. like that so something like this where those people like stick in Mm. your memory and some of them you keep in contact for for the rest of your life some of them you won't ever talk to again and i think it's a it's a weird uh hunger that's fed in some way Mm -hmm. and and, yeah and sort of um i i think it's beautiful in a way i mean i've said before that i don't like how many people come and go from my life but in that format it's a little different i feel like because um, the expectation is that they'll come and go. Yeah, I think. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of cool when you think about that. While I have pieces of the people that I met that I'm carrying with me now, mm. pieces of me are being carried around the yeah. world with other people that yeah, I met. That's, that's kind of a cool idea. What a trip! Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Cool. Um, well, I'm just gonna stick to one wild card question because that was that was the basis of my other one. But okay, I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna, okay so this one's a lot less serious. How much money would you have paid for like a hot tub along the way? Oh God, all of the money. <laughs> all of the money. All of the you got to put a number on it. You got to put a number on it. There was one albergue that we thought had a pool, yeah. and oh, we man. were so yeah. excited yeah and then like we got dream. there and it was completely empty yeah <laughs> <laughs> and it was like it was a hot day it was one of those days where like it would have been heaven like we would have stayed there mm. another day probably like i don't i don't think i could have left the next day i'd be like rest day we need a rest day <laughs> um and we got there and it was completely drained yeah see a hot tub doesn't interest me I'm, oh I'm not my a, gosh yeah but like a foot massage, right? Now I'd have paid a ton of money for yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. And uh-huh. and they were uh-huh. these places all along the Camino, and I never one time saw a place that offered foot massages. Right. But I'd have paid a lot of money. I'd have paid a whole 
days worth of Albergues and uh-huh. foods for uh-huh. a foot massage. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not. They might have had it, and they saw me come. It's like pull the sign. Off, pull it. <laughs> we don't want to do that guy's feet. <laughs> I was gonna say whoever does the foot massage uh-huh. isn't getting paid enough. <laughs> I, just, I just feet. imagine that the masseuse is like, "Here's my standard price, and here's my pilgrim price." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like there is a surcharge. Like <laughs> you will pay me more. <laughs> I'll tell you, in the evenings when people are taking their shoes and oh, socks off, you saw some. Is. Ugly feet. Oh gosh. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, uh-uh. oh, man. Don't go near those. Yeah, I've got, I got. I took a photo of my feet at one point because they were <laughs> bandaged up, and it's oh, like yeah. they're the ugliest things. Oh, and, and when you're walking on dirty paths, the yeah. dirt, it, the dust just gets in. Yeah. So you take your feet out, and you're like, oh, I didn't know that they yeah. were that color yeah. today. Like that's nice. Yeah. yeah. That's so nice. I, uh, I, one more question, because that did you use like <laughs> moleskin or like bandages mm. for along the way? What was there a, a trick you used along There's the way? There's a specific brand that they recommend. Um, that no, I'm having a hard time remembering. Yeah, um, moleskin is is one. I didn't mm-hmm. take. I just took band aids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that because I didn't have blisters, I didn't have to worry about it. But mm-hmm. I did get like a weird callus underneath one of my toes at the base of one of my toes, and so I just bought some little spongy rings. And but then it, when my foot, it, it was weird. It's seriously, I have a toe that is heading yeah. west. You know, <laughs> it's like what, what's going on with this? And so I started trying to tape that back up because it was feeling weird in my foot. Um, yeah. But and I got a little piece of rubber and put it in between the toes, try to bend it back in place. And yeah. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I, but seriously, there are some people, and and I mean, there's strategies. You can get two pairs of socks to stop the blistering and all that. Yeah, I didn't. I just had one pair of socks, but a good pair of shoes. Um, yeah. I think if you're careful, you 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 should be able to do it without having to deal yeah. with too many problems. Yeah. And there's I like have... very specific. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, you're fine. Go ahead. I was just going to say there's like very specific ways that like you're meant to tie your laces because like mm-hmm. if your boots rub, like if they're not tight enough, they'll rub, but if they're too yep. tight, they'll rub. And some of that is just trial and error. There there were a yeah. few days where like you'd get five minutes down and you'd be like, yep. nope, need to fix this. And then you just fix it right away. And so you kind of, yeah, you just, you learn your body and you learn yep. your equipment. Yeah, the big totally. question a lot of people say is, so what do I need? Do I need hiking boots, hiking shoes? Just trainers, trail runners. I if I did it again, I would. I had a good pair of hiking shoes, uh, but I would probably do um, trail runners nowadays because mm. in 2018 I hadn't heard of them. But, right. but yeah. there, I, I hike in trail runners now, and a lot more cushioning. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would do that because you you're not really walking. It's not like you're doing the Appalachian Trail or the PCT right. or anything like that. I mean, you're, you're walking on pretty mm-hmm. firm footing almost the entire time. Yeah. yeah. So a good pair of trail runners where there's a lot of cushioning and support mm-hmm. for your foot would be the best way to go, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I liked the ankle support from my um, hiking boots. But I think really I liked those going down mm-hmm. um, because yeah. I felt like that's when I needed, that. like that's when I was going to roll an ankle. Right. But most days, like, you're not doing that. And again, if I had, like, walking sticks or something... That wouldn't even yeah. be so much of a concern. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but just something comfortable. As, sure. Speaking of someone who has just like terrible feet, there's there's um, terrible gross feet. There's plenty of resources. <laughs> like you could you could figure it out. 
yeah. if you just like look up things, if you just read mm-hmm. enough yeah. things, you're gonna you're gonna be able to figure out what you need and yeah. just just like take care of them. That that's really yeah. all there just is. Be to kind feet. to yourself. Yeah, my, exactly. My feet actually, I have to wear had to wear a, a size bigger shoe now than what I did before the Camino. Oh, okay. My feet, and and they, wow. there's a common thing where your feet can gain up to a, a shoe size. Wow. I mean, it's a million steps you're walking. Yeah. yeah. So all that slamming down is going to flatten things out a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Sure. That's fascinating. Yeah. yeah. I, I, um, I love foot glide for anyone who's mm, interested. Yeah. 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 Foot glide is a wonderful thing that saves me. I used to get so many blisters on my feet. I don't get mm. any anymore. So, yeah. Um, yeah, things like that. I mean, just, mm. just take care of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you. This has been this has been incredible. Uh, thank you, Kurt, for coming on. It's been so much fun to listen thank to. Thank you. It's been a, yeah. really, really fun to do this. Thanks. Yeah, man. good. Yeah. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm sure there's more stories that you'll both think of as soon as we <laughs> turn off the recording. Bound to happen. Sure. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, one so, more thing. I know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. One more. Oh, record again. <laughs> Wait, Andrew's in bed. What? Yeah. <laughs> Andrew, Andrew, wake up! Wake up! <laughs> uh, but but we'll have to do this again and. In some form, maybe not about the Camino. It seems like you've you've been plenty of places. So um, I look forward to talking to you again. It's been a blast. So. Oh, cool. Thanks. Thanks for the invitation. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, we're glad you were here. Do you have anything to plug? You talked about your YouTube videos or um, yeah, things I've, like um, that. I got a little you know little YouTube channel. I'm not trying to monetize it and be yeah. a, a influencer. influencer. Yeah, <laughs> Camino influencer. Not, yeah, not yeah. like I'm not young enough, pretty enough, or girly enough to be an influencer. <laughs> um, but but um, I do. I put all these out, and I'm just about done. I think I've got like three more videos, and then all these Camino videos have been out. Yeah, that's but exciting. it's uh, Freedom on the Trail is uh, is the name of the YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, cool. Yeah, so that's probably I. I mean, I have Instagram and Facebook, but mm-hmm. I have them, and that's all I have. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah. do anything with them, but yeah. But that YouTube channel is where I and and I you know, the hikes that I've done around here in New Zealand, I've got those videos up there as well. Cool. Um, yeah. A couple of uh, wild stories on those. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. New Zealand doesn't have any. Animals that try to kill you, but the land itself is constantly mm-hmm. trying to do it. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys have you guys have both sold separately. Yeah. New Zealand as, as a way to kill you. So. Yeah. New Zealand, it'll try to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be there in a few years. I guess. Yeah. But, but it'll do it politely, though. It will, yeah, it will. so nicely. Yeah, yeah. In a way where you're like, oh, okay, like yeah. you can you can have this. It's fine. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you. Freedom on the trail. Was that it? Freedom on the trail. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, everybody go check that out. And yeah, we'll be back next week talking about something. (laughs) Talking about something so good. A lot of fun. Uh, Well, thank you all for listening. Please uh, rate, review our podcast, and uh, preferably with like five stars. Uh, Pretty nice. Subscribe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, thank you, Shelby. That was a lot of fun. Oh, thank you, Andrew. Those were some excellent questions. Oh, yeah, I did my best. <laughs> uh, that journalism school I never went to really paid off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, everyone. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.